Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Drama Surgery Podcast. In this episode, I am covering the 2021 Chinese drama titled Snow Sword Stride. This is one of my all-time favorite dramas and honestly, it's a very difficult drama for me to review because it's one of my favorite dramas. This is a drama that is, if I had to like mention my top 10 dramas of all time, this drama would probably make the list. It's on par with Go Ahead, Joy of Life, Mars, Battle of Changsha, and Reset. All dramas I love and it's on par with those dramas. And so in a way, it's very difficult for me to review <laughs> because I feel like I will not do it justice. But nonetheless, I thought that that should not stop me from reviewing a great drama. And so here we are in this episode and I'm actually kind of nervous because I hope that I capture my love for this drama in this review and, you know, help people see just how amazing this drama is. I also typically never do multi-episode review about a drama, but I feel like this is one of those dramas that I might actually end up doing another episode review about it because there's just so much I want to talk about, but we'll see. So to begin, I want to start by giving a quick synopsis about this drama. According to Tencent Video, that's also called Wei TV, Snow Sword Stride is about a young master called Shu Feng Nian who under the eager expectation of his father, Xu Xiao, perseveres through hardships and grows to become the king of Northern Liang. The synopsis goes on and on, but I think this is all you need to know. To give a context, when they talk about king in this era, they don't mean like the overarching king of the land. They actually mean almost like kings of a little kind of colony, right? And so they are kings of each colony and those kings all together are subject to the emperor, right? So even though the title is king, right? It's not actually king in the sense of how we know it. They're actually like minor, minor kings, right? In their own region that are then governed by a larger emperor, right? And so that is the world that this is in. So I think this is a drama that if you've watched Dune or seen the K-drama Six Flying Dragons, this kind of is reminiscent of that kind of drama where there's like this young character that is, you know, smart and is in line to inherit some sort of like throneship, right? And so this is a drama that reminds me of those two and kind of gives you an idea of what this drama kind of is about. Now, moving on to the cast. The protagonist in this drama is Shu Fengnian, played by Zhang Ruoyun, right? He also played the lead in Joy of Life and Novoland, Castle in the Sky. So he's a face I have seen because, again, I love Joy of Life so much. He's actually one of my favorite Chinese actors. Then next in the cast is the character of the father, Shu Xiao, played by Hu Jun. I recall he was in Evernight, which is another drama I actually really like. Um, and so he's a recognizable face, but I am sure like he's been in multiple, like multiple other dramas. He's probably a veteran, but again, I am not that ingrained in like Chinese cinema or like the Chinese drama world. So I, I actually don't know what else he might have been in. 
It's only ever night that I recall seeing him in. Then up next in the cast is Shifengnian's servant, Jiang Ni, who is played by the Gongshi. And honestly, I have never seen her in anything. <laughs> but again, she's very young, so that maybe makes sense. Um, but I think that she was actually really good in this, regardless. So yeah, those are the three billed as the main cast in this drama. And there are honorable mentions I want to like make note of. Like the character of Lao Wang, who is played by Yang Hao Yu. His character was one that really touched me, so I feel like I have to mention him in this review. But yeah, those are the main cast for this drama. Now, moving on to my first thoughts about this drama. I watched this drama strictly because I was obsessed with Jiang Ruyun, right? I had just finished Joy of Life and I was feeling hollow. I did not know what to watch because Joy of Life was so good that I was like, I'm just going to go check out his other filmography, right? And I was lucky because I actually watched Joy of Life really, really late. Joy of Life came out, I think, in 2019, whereas Snow Search Stride came out in 2021. And so I was lucky in that I watched Joy of Life in 2021. And so the minute I finished Joy of Life, Snow Search Stride was just coming out on YouTube. And so I was in luck. I had a new Jang Ryun drama to watch immediately, right? And it was good too because I knew nothing about the original source material. If there even is a source material, right? I just, I knew nothing about it. Um, and so I was going into Snow Soul Stride very fresh. No synopsis in mind. I don't even think I checked the synopsis. And that's something I've been doing these days. I just watch a drama and don't like check the synopsis. Because the synopsis gives me a bias, right? And I can never like watch a drama completely like head empty after I have read the synopsis. So I just don't check synopsis, right? But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with how similar it was to Joy of Life. But also very, very different. And I think the major thing I liked about it was that it still had that male character that was smart, right? The protagonist was just very, very smart, right? And so, yeah, that's like my first thought going into this drama, right? The very first time I watched it. Now, I want to talk about the things I liked about this drama. There's nothing I dislike about this drama, so it's only going to be me talking about why I like this drama so, so much, right? And so, yeah, let's get right into it. The very first thing I like about this drama is that I actually like the casting. A lot of people have something against the female lead in this, played by Li Gongshi, right? So Jiang Ni's character, but I was one of those people that I actually like her character and her acting and her face, everything just fits what I would think Jiang Ni should have been like. But again, I did not read the original source novel, right? So I actually don't know what, what she should have been like. But for me, I liked her way more because also I really disliked the female lead in Joy of Life, right? There was a sense of scatterbrained air air to a character, right? So I just didn't like the female lead in Joy of Life. Whereas in this one, I actually really, really liked the female lead. There's something that... You can tell that she's a lot deeper than she appears, right? Um, even though she's grumpy, she's this all coming from a place, right? And so the casting I think was actually fantastic. Obviously, me watching for Jang Ruyun, <laughs> right? Um, I had nothing to complain about, right? Same for Hu Jun playing Xu Xiao, right? Again, fanta- just fantastic casting all over. It was just a really, really good like synergy that they had and it worked well in this drama. So yeah, that's the first thing that 
drew me to this. I just really, really liked everybody that was casted in this. From the very main cast to like the last supporting role cast, right? So yeah, top 10 like casting. Following that um, is a point I mentioned earlier about the fact that I really, really liked the male lead. And it's unfortunate because it was actually after I watched Joy of Life and Snow Soul Strider, I almost could not watch dramas where the male lead was not like smart it's probably like male centric dramas i need the male lead to be a genius of some kind right it should be clever shufang nyan is so clever right that's what he has he doesn't have martial arts skills at the beginning of this drama right but he has brains right like his father and he's so much like his father in that sense that there's just something watching him do his thing that was good right that was just it was just like satisfying right and this drama is interesting in the way that when it starts again because i don't know anything about this drama going in or i did not know a single thing going in i was not familiar with what the premise was what the story was trying to say and so it almost felt like i was dropped right in the middle of a world and i had to kind of figure out what was going on with time like as time went on right i did not know that shifangya was the young master of Biliang. i did not like i knew nothing so seeing all those things revealed to me and seeing his character revealed to me was just so interesting right and i just loved it so much i also love the fact that the writers the director did not treat the audience like they were stupid they actually like did a good job in portraying the story in a way that made me feel like oh my god this is actually really good writing right it actually had such good suspense mystery to everything that i i did not feel like they had to like pull me by the nose to explain things to me which is something i like i like when there's a little mystery to something the characters don't have to do exposition about stuff they just do things and you kind of have to figure out why they do what they do right and so that's something again that i just loved about this it's unmatched in that sense for me i just i like that about this drama then another reason why i also like this drama um and it's one of the biggest reasons actually is the family bond right it's just amazing how it is portrayed in this drama it's such a tight bond that the family the shoe family has that there is almost no way for an outsider right to sow discord amongst them and it's also amazing because not only was the family bond so tight their military prowess was also so powerful that there was a fear of them because of how just tightly knit they were right not only shusha but shusha's adopted sons as well right they were just all such a close tight family that it was very difficult for you to sow discord amongst them right and so even when the royal family suggested that they would support shufangyan's little brother it was with the sense of that there is nothing that can break up this military family other than to try and somehow sow discord by having Shufangnya's little brother take over. Because again, even in that sense, it wasn't like the family would fight over that, right? And like Shufangnya mentions it, right? When Shisha is telling him that they want your brother to take over from me. Shufangnya is like, yeah, so what? What's wrong with that, right? And Shisha has to explain to him that they are thinking way ahead in that they recognize just how powerful we are powerful this family is they know they cannot break up our family so they are trying to break up our military right because the truth is the younger brother is not smart 
Right. right and so they recognize that and they realize oh maybe they can get a puppet out of the younger brother right and so in a way they've managed to kind of sow discord in the military and so there's like basically a faction in their military one that wants to support the younger brother because again he has like god-given strength um and so that family bond that they have amongst one another is just something that's amazing right when Shusha realizes that actually Shufengnyan's brother will have to go, he cannot have that sewing discord in the military, right? Shufengnyan is so distraught that he goes, like he goes and goes to go and get his little brother from where his father has hidden him, right? And it's, it's his little brother that says it that isn't it best that I stay here, right? Isn't it good for you if I stay here, right? At a young age, the younger brother could see right and you know he loved his brother so much that's another one thing i love about this like just seeing the relationship between shifangnan and his younger brother right seeing his relationship between him and his sisters was also lovely <laughs> that moment where he drags his sister's husband <laughs> across the street on the horse right he basically you know drags him on the ground right because he's been bad to his sister that was another moment so there are moments like that where the family bond just shines through right there's never any issue or discord within the family even with the adopted brothers right it seems like there might be but there really isn't even jiang ni right who is the daughter of a fallen country at the end of the day the way the bond actually comes and is portrayed you can tell that she actually loves shifengnan very very much right she loves him so much and she would also do anything for him right and there's just something about it that i just it was just good to watch it was kind of nice because that was not the source of conflict i never like it where like family fights is the source of like the conflict in a, in a show right i like it to be like outside external forces i like families to be closely tight in a way that no one can get through right and this is something that does that well that's i feel like part of their success right even the success of billion to an extent right shisha mentions it that all these people are willing to die for us die for the billion family because they believe family is greater than anything right and so that's i think part of where their prowess comes from right the the ability to be to get put to be so loyal right right you have that moment where they finally visit i, I think one of the dukes right and you find out that even the dukes closer confidence is a member of the Beiliang army, right? And he's been a sleeper agent for years and like decades. And it was that moment you Duke also mentions that no one can beat Beiliang in that sense. When it comes to loyalty, they just have such loyalty in their blood, right? And that's something that just makes them unstoppable, right? And so that's where I guess the fear for like the royal family is how can you have a subject right have that much control over its people to the point where even you are not seen as anything when they are around right and so i think it all comes down to that relationship that they might to share. and i think that's actually the biggest aspect of this drama that i like right it's the same kind of joy of life in a way the bond that um jang Yoon's character has with a lot of people is just so lovely and the bond that his mom managed to form for him in advance right was just so lovely to see right and so yeah that's something i i really like right so family bond the relationships especially that scene where they finally come and they realize and they're trying to take revenge on the person who killed their mom right 
and you see the kids just come out like they, they are there to witness this moment because this is a moment of retribution for them because like their mom died right and so you have them all just come and they are there to to basically end this person that you know this eunuch i think it was that orchestrated the death of their mom that was a nice climax for me right i just i love that so much um and so yeah that's uh, one aspect i really like about this drama it's one that i think makes this drama stand out in a very very like big way another aspect i like about this drama is the female characters in this drama were very very good there were a lot of them <laughs> and it was like right shufanya had like an rm right but again i guess you can't really portray that in a chinese drama because of censorship so like you just have him have that one person that he likes the most out of all of them and maybe it's not even because of censorship maybe it's just because no one will watch it if <laughs> the male lead was like a play playboy kind of thing right it was a player people will not watch it because again a lot of these dramas are very also like it's mostly female audiences that watch dramas like this anyways um but yeah so i really really liked all the female characters in this the one that basically led <laughs> that young master to you know incite shufengnan and shushao and you know basically cause him to dig himself into a hole basically um she was a shock because i didn't expect seeing that right and again as i'm talking about the loyalty they managed to build with different people even though her character was kind of wishy watching that her loyalty did not stay strong she was very like she would be the first to flee in any situation but again I liked the fact that, you know, there was that difference from the other characters that were more on the loyal side. Like, for example, the death assassin, the one that basically is going to die in place of Shufengnan if something ever goes wrong, right? That's that's loyalty, right? Um, I also like the swordswoman, the lady in white. She didn't speak much, but I just liked when she was using the swords and everything. Um, I also like, obviously... Jiangni. Jiangni is my favorite actually. She's one of those families that when it comes to like drama, Chinese dramas, I just she's one of my favorite, right? She just does something about her. She's beautiful, she's cute, but she actually has kind of a very deep mind, right? She knows how things are actually working. Like Shifanya never needs to explain things to her. She already knows things. She's not stupid, right? She she's a child of a fallen dynasty, right? So all that is in her mind and you know shapes how she acts shapes her character and i like that i'm sure in season two she'll be a very different person from how she was in season one but again i still liked her a lot in this first season that said i don't even know is that going to be a season two (laughs) maybe in the next 10 years (laughs) but you never know I, i i would like to believe one day there will be but you know it might never happen. Then moving on to um the political intrigue in this drama. The political intrigue in this drama was very good. Again, like I mentioned, things were not things are still a mystery even till today, right? I still don't know what some things might be about, and I don't want to spoil it. So I'm not, you know, checking the novel, checking anybody's review of the like novel or comments. Like I'm just staying away because I want to not be spoiled. I want to go into this fresh if there's a season two, no matter how long that takes, right? Um but yeah, the mystery, the suspense aspect of this drama is also very, very good. It's not as high as I would say Joy of Life, but it's pretty on par. And then lastly, the last thing I like about this drama is 
the OST. The soundtrack in this drama <laughs> is on my Spotify. Like I might find I found almost all the OSTs and they're all just so so good. Um Joy of Life does I feel like I'm I keep talking about Joy of Life, but I feel like I put those two together. Um like they are pos- two puzzle pieces that fit together or something. But Joy of Life's OST doesn't really it's not reminiscent, whereas this one is and I have all the songs on my Spotify playlist. It's just so good. It sets the scene a lot of the times. And I just love, love listening to them. So yeah, the OST really is really, really good. And yeah, that's really it um, for me, for Snow Try. Very, very, very interesting. One of the best, one of the best I've ever watch i keep trying to find more that look like this right that has this like same smart male lead young master of a nation that is working to kind of inherit his position right so clever right clever genius kind of male leader knows what is going on they never really have to explain things to shufang he figures things out a little later than his dad of course his dad is on another level but again still like pretty good on the scale of like just cleverness right and i i just i have not found one <laughs> that is this good that's why i keep talking about like six flying dragons and dune because that's like the two that reminds me of this and again joy of life as well right so yeah that's really it very very good easy to watch and it doesn't really it gives you more of a satisfying feeling than a like angst feeling right it's a very very satisfying drama to watch right and so i recommend it to everybody and it ends in a good note to an extent that like you're not left kind of wanting or like feeling bad that oh it ended and this was not reviewed like it's fine in that sense that it ends really really well so yeah i highly highly recommend this drama to anybody that's not seen it it's a very 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 good this is a 10 out of 10 for me and it's one of those rare dramas that are just that good right um so yeah if you've not watched this drama check it out i don't know what else to say it's just that good so yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i'll see you again next week bye